Hey, everybody. Welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast, where every Sunday and Wednesday, we will bring you fast-paced, powerful 15-minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends and all things tech for the professional salon industry. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. So today, I'm going to do something I'm calling a math intervention. OMG. But first, I have put some posts up on Facebook, Instagram, also on LinkedIn, kind of make a, a big announcement, some shifts in my life. So go there, check out the details. But the, the quick version is that I have had a new opportunity kind of just spring up and it's come out of the work that I have been doing for the last, like, uh, gosh, uh, almost nine months now under social beauty makers. And if you've been paying attention, you know, I work with brands. Um, I also do speaking. I do the podcast. I create content. And just, you know, continue to, you know, expand on my passion for this industry. And, and I would say going back about four months ago, I started doing some um, speaking and, and a little bit of, you know, consultative work with, with an organization called Beautycast Network, which has been around for 10 years. And they live in the, the, the space of career services and placement, working with schools, young people, and large salon organizations to bring the right people together to help create new sustainable and successful careers. And I've had so much passion for that space for so long. If you've listened to the podcast, I, I did one not too long ago saying that we really need to create a bridge for this part of the industry. And, and this has always been true. It was true of me who went to a four-year college that you know I found in my own personal experience that that bridge from school to, to work is, is not an easy one to get across. And so many people in so many industries kind of lose their way. And so this is an area I have passion about passion for. I suggest you go over to my social platforms to check out the larger announcement. Um, but I'll give a couple things what it means for my listeners. First off, this podcast will continue, but it's going to continue Wednesdays only. In its current form, it'll remain more tech-focused than anything. But like today, I'm going to talk about some other things. And then I'm launching a new podcast, and it's called Mastering Beauty. And it will be a 30-minute podcast each week. Um, and I'm going to have, I think, the most exciting lists of guests I have ever thought about putting together. I, I mean, I love all my guests. I've had so many brilliant people, and I'm going to have a whole lot of those same brilliant people and many more who are going to be guests on this podcast to share best advice for creating long, sustainable, successful career, careers. And we're going to be very, very focused on that. And I think that's such you know, great information to share, and, and I feel amazed that I have the opportunity to help share that you know, with you all. I'm still going to have my social beauty uh, makers events that have been pushed from the fall into the beginning of next year. Those are going to continue under that banner. I'm very, very excited. I've had a couple of meetings in the last week about it and actually more excited than ever. Going to kind of shift them up a little bit, but um, stay tuned for that. And again, my, my content as well. And I'm going to continue to have a, a small lane, about 20% of my time that I've agreed with uh, the leadership of Beautycast Network that I'm going to keep that to myself and, and the work that I have so much passion around working with brands and other companies um, and some of the nonprofit parts of our industry as well to help them do a better job with community, which I think the entire industry is struggling with. And I think we need it more than ever because everything's gotten so big, it's, it's really turned more into audiences. And then online learning, probably the thing I have the most passionate about and most passionate about because I've been involved in education my entire career. And although I'm not a hairdresser, I've always said I've probably been to more haircutting classes than just about anybody in the industry. And um, I'm fascinated you know, by what it takes for people to engage with one another in a way that learning happens and that 
good things, you know, spring from that. So I will continue to do that uh, very selectively uh, with a small amount of my time, but I am not letting go of it quickly. Um, July 12th, 2023, there was an announcement that went out. And I'm just going to read a couple words here. It says, industry veteran, makes me sound old, um, Gordon Miller has joined Beautycast Network as CEO and president. As a professional beauty industry's leading career services and placement organization, BCN has been connecting schools, emerging talent, and leading regional and national employers for over 10 years as part of its mission to help students create more sustainable, successful careers. That's where I am going to be spending the majority of my time. And, and thanks to Penny Burns and Jim Cox for welcoming me into it. Um, I, I'm most excited and I'm especially excited to announce that the BCN team is going to have another member join it. And that is my longtime social media director, going back to my days at American Salon um, and also my five plus years with Hairbrained. Um, I'm bringing Courtney Bright back into the industry. She took a break during COVID and she is most excited to be joining the team. Um, she has been a lead asset in my life, the life of American Salon, the life of Hairbrained in bringing exponential growth of the audiences for both of those platforms. And Courtney was very, very much a part of, of the work that we did together, but she, she was on the ground in the weeds doing the hard, hard work. All right, shifting over to my kind of title topic. Oh, I want to do a math intervention. There is a certain post floating around and it's getting a lot of chatter. It's been sent to me by quite a few people. Um, and it's something that I've discussed in the past. Uh, in, in the beginning, this came out of a, a tremendously bad idea, a bad understanding of math, just period, end of story. I, I was kind of stunned by how bad it was. Um, and it's kind of being propagated by a couple of um, what I'm going to say are seriously math challenge coaches. And, and we know that math is not everybody's thing, especially in a creative industry. But I think it's so important that we understand what we don't know and that we don't try to put ourselves out there as experts yeah. if, if, if we don't have that knowledge and ability. And, and, and you know, even the studying you know, to back it up. Now, I said before, you know, there's something called, uh, and my, I give my friend Michael Cole for this, he talked about it for years, you know, which is that we can be unconsciously incompetent. That sometimes there's people talking about stuff as if they're experts, but they don't even realize that they're wrong. And then something that's much worse, I believe, is the consciously incompetent. They know they don't know what they're talking about, but they say it anyway. And, and that, that is a, a real serious problem. And so I, I just feel a responsibility to kind of jumped in because now I hear somebody parroting what they're talking about it and doing it with such great confidence. That's, that's a concern. Um, I get the, uh, in the salons, sometimes people say, fake it till you make it. I'm not a fan of that idea. Certain things you can fake it in, but if you're teaching math, which is basically what is happening here, using examples, but you know, breaking it down on a whiteboard, no less, here's the math. Well, you're teaching math. If you don't know math, um, that is all by itself. Um, a dangerous thing to do. So this conversation is about retail. And um, let me start by saying, you know, I know so many salons and pros who've, who've bought homes, literally have bought houses, their house, or put their children through college with the earnings from retail sales. Now, this isn't the norm, but these are people who really focus, they set themselves goals, you know, perhaps they're working in larger organizations, but I'm not talking about all salon owners. I'm talking, I met an an employee in a, in a large salon in Dallas about maybe four or five years ago who put her son through medical college with the earnings that she as an employee made off of retail. So, you know, there's so many proof points that this stuff can work. And now today, yes, we have affiliate ways of selling retail. 
We have in-store. Um, I always recommend people consider both. Some are choosing one over the other. That's fine. But let's be clear about the math and let's not make up stories. Um, and I also have to say, you know, again, I know so many people who've got 401ks and retirement funds and and health insurance and things that are being paid for in certain salons, not every salon, but the potential is there. That's what, that's what this conversation is about, the potential. And um, it's real, you know, so um, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. On the affiliate side of things, I will say, as much as I'm a fan, I have yet to hear any big stories of, of people selling hundreds of thousands of dollars in retail as a salon organization, we'll say, by affiliate links. Again, for those who think that only affiliate links are the future, that selling in the salon you know, is somehow bad, um, just understand that uh, salon retail in salon is still killing it. In fact, it's, it's been going up for everything that I can find. All right. So let me get to what else do I want to say here about that before I jump into the, the oh math, 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 math. I got to talk about math for a second. Because this conversation that I'm going to reference, there is a fundamental misunderstanding of profit and loss and cash flow in business. It's not that their math is, is wrong on the surface. You know, this plus this equals this. You know, that's not screwed up. But how they're applying those numbers to business practices, to business kind of the definitions of profit and loss, and then the definition of cash flow. And they don't really mention either of those things. They just mention, they do mention profit or loss relative to one number. But yes, yeah, it's, it's a really um, kind of half-assed conversation. No offense to anybody. And so I think, you know, mathematics, we have to understand it's a building block for everything in our daily lives. You know, it's, it's, it's all around us. Um, and that, that uh, includes money and how we think about and how we use money and in the business, you know, how, what, we, what we do on paper to understand, analyze, you know, that money. And I think it's just a really, really important thing to understand. And, and math is very much a, um, a, a science. So here comes the math. Why would I spend, this is kind of a quote, why would I spend $24 on a bottle and then have to sell it for $48 to only make $24? And then that $24, I have to buy another bottle. So then I'm in the hole. And the affiliate link gives me a much larger percentage of profit. I should do a whole podcast on the percentage of profit thing. Um, all right, go back to my example. So. Here's what God said, basically, is that you sell something for $48, you deposit that in your bank, you know that you bought that thing for $24, and so you have $24 in quote-unquote profit, but now you have to go buy another bottle, so you have lost, you've made no money, and maybe because of your effort, you have actually lost your money. Okay. This makes no sense whatsoever um, when you understand the real math of, of how this all works. So most importantly, let's say that you have $24 in the bank and you decide you're going to buy a bottle of product that costs $24 and your goal is to resale that product. So your bank account upon purchase goes to zero. Now you sell it for $48. You deposit that money into your bank account. You give the bottle away. It's gone. And now you have $48 in your bank account versus the $24 that you had in your bank account before. You have $48. Now, let's say that you set up a profit fund and you're going to put that money off on the side because you don't want to touch it. So you've got your $24 in profits that you've recognized. You're going to move that into your like, profit savings account. Now you've got $24 in the bank. And if you like selling product, you're going to go, hmm, 
I'm going to buy some more product. So you're going to absolutely spend that $24 and get a bottle of product. And now your bank account is at zero. And that $24 is represented by the bottle sitting on the shelf. But your bank account is zero. But you also have that other bank account. And there's $24 in it. And it's profit. It's profit. And if you keep going round robin, every time you do this, your bank account is going to go from 24 to zero to 48. But your profits each time you do it is going to go from 24 to 48 to 72 and on and on and on. Every time you sell a bottle for $48 that costs you 24, you are making $24 in profit. And the original money you spent on the bottle is going back into your bank account. And if you want to buy more product, you can. And that's just isolating it. It doesn't include the rest of the business you do. So it is profitable. You know, I mean, there's just, there's no way around it. You don't have to retail. Nobody has to retail. It is a choice. The best thing about being in business for yourself, you get to make choices. Yay. Um, but I, I'm sorry, but math matters. And it just drives me completely insane when um, we don't understand math. Because if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to consider yourself a business, you you kind of have to figure out math or you have to bring someone into your business who does. If you're using a coach who is talking about the things that I just talked about or were talked about by somebody else who I believe is being coached, you have coaches who don't understand math. And math is the foundation of growing a business. It, it is, is the metric. Math is the foundation of everything in life, basically. Haircuts don't exist independent of math. And I always love it watching great hairdressers working with students. They go in and check that haircut. And a lot of what gets checked is kind of based on mathematical understandings, angles, how hair is held, you know, hair, how hair moves. You know, there's, there's science and math underneath it. Um, when we talk about color formulations, great formulation versus not so great. Whether you clearly understand it or not, it is based in math. You know, so it's, it's just so really, really important. Lastly, let's go back to that affiliate versus in salon. Both are good. I, I'm a pro of both. I think, I think it's silly when you don't do both of them, honestly. Um, I am not a fan of doing affiliate only unless the brand you work with only does affiliate only and you love the brand so much. That's what you want to do. Or you just don't want to do in salon retail for some reason. You're just against it. Don't understand that myself, but I, but I get it, you know, to each his own. But let's look at that affiliate versus in salon, okay? Affiliate versus salon. Most affiliates, you get 25% back on the sale. You don't have to spend any money to get the product in inventory. So, so that's not to, to worry about. And so it's a $48 bottle that is sold by way of the affiliate link for that company that you're doing stuff with. You get back $12. You don't have to take out money to put product on the shelf. Typically, um, you wait for your money, though. You get like a once a month thing. Not a big deal. But, but again, $12 net cash back to you, zero investment out on a $48 bottle that you bought, that your customer bought. Go back to the salon and same thing happens. But yes, you have to buy that bottle. That's why you make more money, by the way, right? So wh why, why do affiliate links charge or, or provide you with less income? Well, because um, they absorb other costs. You know, they, they take care of everything. So you get less money. If you decide you want to take care of some of that yourself, buy the bottle, put it on the shelf, you know, get it sold at the register, then you make $24 on that exact same purchase. That's $24 profit. You can put it aside. You can stick it in an envelope. You can take it home. <laughs> it is profit. Now, your bigger business plan you know, can change that up as far as if you're investing, but that, that's true of the affiliate thing as well. 
So I just think it's really important to say that. And if you apply the idea of volume, let's say you sold 10 of those affiliate bottles and you made 12 on each of them, you made 120 bucks. If you sell those same 10 bottles in the salon in real time, yes, bring it in, put it on a shelf, do all those things, talk to clients, your profit is $240. So it's double the profits, folks. You know, It's double the profits and perhaps double the fun, depending on how you think about life. So, okay, I've gone on too long. Um, I'm going to cut some of this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit this. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to do some edits because I, I, I rambled. But um, it's a topic I have so much passion for, I can't help but ramble. So, okay, let me say I am out of time for today. I'm so thrilled to share what's happening in, in, in my career, in my life. Um, really hope you'll, you'll stay tuned for what's coming. I think you're going to love what's happening with the new podcast with, with Beautycast Network and Mastering Beauty coming out Sunday, July 9th. This podcast, Social Beauty Makers, will continue every single Wednesday. I have a lot of new and exciting stuff coming with Beautycast Network. We're launching weekly webinars. I'm going to have a whole digital content plan that I think is going to excite the crap out of everybody. I'm launching a digital academy that uh, is based on some really fascinating things that are happening outside of beauty. I, I, um, I'm really, really proud to be doing this work, and i got my fingers crossed that you guys are going to love it, and much, much more. So... Um, Again, as always, I really want to say thank you so much for listening. If you, if you like what you heard, I encourage you to visit me over at socialbeautymakers.com. Sign up for my free e-newsletter for more content, early access to the podcast. Um, I will not spam you. I will not send you other stuff. I won't give your list to anybody. It's just something for me to be in touch with you on a weekly basis. And, and I make recommendations on great content that I think you will enjoy uh, consuming in one way or another. Um, and... Um, if you like the podcast, I'd also ask you for a rating, review, uh, subscribe, or best yet, share. Um, all of this helps others to find it. And to those who've left reviews, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> they are really nice. Um, I don't look too often. When I do, I'm just like, you know, it's 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 really heartwarming because uh, it takes a lot to do these things. And I'll say that of all of the podcasters out there, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. So once again, thank you so very much for tuning in. Um, a reminder, I'm Gordon Miller, and I can't wait to share again with you next time.